I mean, might, might as well. well. Alice Eads, we are honored to share this privilege with you, Mr. Axelrod, with you too, Mrs. Axelrod. There's no sharing, Alice. It's Axelrod Hall now. No, of course. We understand. You think you do. Now, I saw that when I came in here, you don't remember me, Chad. I know who you are. But you don't actually remember. We've met before. I caddied at the spoon when I was a kid. It was the perfect summer job. I carried your grandfather's bag quite a few times. Your bag too, Chad, in the summer after middle school. How funny that we all end up here. Now, here's the thing. A lot of numbers have been thrown around. 100 for the naming rights, 25 for your name to come down. But there's one number that really matters to me. 16. And we'll see if you still think it's funny, Chad. $16 is what a caddy got paid for a loop. Four hours of humping bags, smelling sour cigars, and watching all of you lie to each other about your golf scores in the 95-degree heat. But I was happy for the job. That's 16 bucks, and I would do two loops a day. So it was 32 on a Saturday, 32 on a Sunday. By the end of the weekend, I'd have 64 bucks. 16 weekends, Memorial to Labor Day, $1,024. That was his spending money for the entire year. He'd stretch it out until the next summer. Pretty much. Until, and you were there for this, Chad. Your grandfather asked me to read a putt on three. It was a left to right leaker, and I told him so. I'd seen the putt all summer long. He closed the face, pulled it, missed it by a foot. You laughed at him. He made fun of his eyesight. And he turned to me, and he fired me. Right there. Not from the round, but from the club. 
Now, I needed that $16, but he didn't give a shit because he was embarrassed to have missed a putt in front of his grandson. Are you saying we are here because of that ancient bullshit? That's right. 16. Which is why I am presenting you with a check for $25 million minus 16, which leaves you with 9 million. That is bullshit, Ellis. This is unacceptable. This is bullshit. We will walk out of here if you don't honor the full amount. No, you won't. You need this $9 million because none of you, not one, has done a single day of work from the moment your miserable prick of a grandfather fell face down in the sand in Palm Beach. And after reviewing your holdings, your business interests, your debts, I know that this check is the only thing standing between your family and bankruptcy. So pick it up, put it in your pocket, and walk out of here. All right, Will. Now the Axelrod name will be forever affixed to this building for all time. Or until some guy richer than me wants it to come down. You really started something. Not that it's wrong, that it needs writing. Just all alone, I've been high, hiding. Billions. Great show, right? Too many stories, too many historical references, and too many fucking idioms. Bro, every single time the fucking characters speak on Billions, bro, they speak in fucking codes, right? And fucking riddles. Motherfuckers are always telling stories about how they grew up. Oh, oh, how it was back in the day. Oh, do you remember what the Native Americans did when the cowboys attacked? It's like we get it, bro. You know, you guys are fucking deep. You guys are trying to fucking create moments, right? We get it. We get it. You motherfuckers want your characters to be highly fucking quotable. Hey, yo, Showtime, relax. On the real, relax. Bro, every single time a character speaks on billions, bruv, you, you have to fucking decode that shit. Too many historical references. We get it. You guys are fucking deep. Jesus, bruv, who wrote the show? Jay-Z or fucking Joe Budden, bruv? Every single thing is an entendre on the show. Everything. Everything they do on the show means something else. It's crazy, bro. Oh, when I was five years old, my mother used to sell peanuts. Oh, relax. Boo-hoo, Chuck. Enough with the fucking stories. Oh, my mother used to bake pie and my dad used to hate it. Relax. Jesus, bro. Too many, too many fucking stories. On the show. Too many stories. It's just fucking story after story. Idiom after idiom. Bro, like, dude. These people speak in tattoos. Legit. And by that I mean, they say things that people tattoo on their fucking arms and chest. Facts. They speak in tattoos. Billions has created a whole new fucking language. Tattoo. They speak tattoo. That's a language now. Enough, bruv. Too many fucking quotes. Too many quotes. Oh, remember what the Israelites did when Moses died? What the fuck did they do? Huh? What the fuck did they do? We all know what they did. Right? They went to fucking Israel. Legit, Moses died on a fucking mountain, right, with the fucking promised land in his sight, right, he failed, 
And then the Israelites went there and chilled and everything was good. They had a ball. They procreated. Right? They were out there fucking drifting camels and shit. It is what it is. Jesus, bruv. Billions, bruv. Yo, 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 yo. Dude, like billions, bruv. Dude, billions is like that annoying friend. Right? Like, you know that this guy is smart as fuck. Right? But they always try to flex their knowledge. All the fucking time. That's billions. Right? A good but annoying friend... That's highly intelligent, and they're always trying to prove that they're fucking intelligent. We get it. We know you are intelligent, Tommy. We get it. We get it. Hey, yo, Vusmoozy. Vusmoozy. We know you are smart, bro. Relax. Relax. Always trying to flex that they know history and politics, and they know big words. Relax, bro. Chill out. Enjoy life. Oh, these idiosyncratic, paradoxical, puritanical views directly oppose my simplified opinion-filled complexities. What, bro? (laughs) Bro, every single person on Billions speaks like that. All of them. Bro, they speak in codes, okay? They speak in fucking Morse code. It's like trying to solve a fucking Rubik's Cube. Legit. They all speak in fucking riddles. Double entendres. Legit. Triple entendre. Don't even ask them how, bruv. All facts. Dude, Chuck is always telling stories. Always. Always. Bobby Axelrod. Bro, he speaks in fucking idioms. All facts. It's crazy, bruv. These dudes are always fucking quoting somebody from like the 1800s all the time. But look, bruv, great show. It's a great show. I love it. I'm currently watching the fourth season, if I'm not mistaken, bruv. Dude, incredible. Incredible. It's a great show, bruv. Incredible show, but Jesus, bruv. Too many fucking quotes. Too many stories. We get it. You guys are fucking deep. Okay? We get it, bruv. We get it. Oh, in 1987, when the New York Yankees were playing against the Red Sox, I was there. I was just a little boy. I was just a little boy. And all I wanted to do was to be right on that pitch. Right? And then I grew up. I hurt my back. I couldn't do it. I couldn't chase my dream. I couldn't live my dream. Do you know what my father told me when I hurt my back? He said, get up. Get up and face the world. The world doesn't owe you anything, Bobby. Get out there and make it happen. And from that day onwards, I became the man you see. That's how they talk. That's how they fucking talk. I highly recommend the show. It's incredible. It's incredible. But bro, like these dudes are always dropping a fucking story. Unsolicited. Like nobody asked them to tell them a fucking story about their past. Nobody. Right? They just fucking throw their stories out there and then, you know, do whatever you want to do with it. It's not your problem. Right? It's not your problem. Motherfuckers be out there sharing their life stories. And nobody asked them to. Nobody. They just drop their fucking stories. All willy-nilly. It's like, yo, bro, whoa. TMI, bro. TMI. I'm fucking Maui Mao, bro. That's who I be, bro. You know what, bro? It's crazy, but... Every single person on Billions talks like a Democrat. All facts, bro. American Democrats love sharing their life stories. Legit, bro. They love sharing their life stories. Bro, during the fucking Democratic debate, Kamala Harris was out there sharing a story about how she used to ride a fucking bus back in the day. And somehow, some way, Joe Biden fucked with those buses. I was like, hey, yo, bro. Hey, hey, Kamala, Relax. Relax. 
All I want to know is, what the fuck does this story have to do with the struggles of the American people today? Like, like, come on, bro. Relax. You know, bro, billions is fucking wild. Democrats are fucking wild. Bro, politicians in general. In general. But when it comes to fucking stories and quoting people, dude, Democrats have mastered that shit. Bro, Democrats love quoting great people because I feel as though they think that if they quote great people, they are also going to be great people. That's what I think. That's how I feel about their fucking quotables. Legit. It's crazy, man. It's fucking wild. Bro, just because you are quoting fucking Abraham Lincoln, it don't mean that you are going to be as great as Abraham Lincoln. Okay? Abraham. You know? That fucking name is throwback. All facts. Fucking throwback. And I think Chelsea has got a player named Abraham. Wild. Wild. Chelsea's new number nine is some kid named Abraham. Crazy. Throw back every day. Every day. Dude, if you got a name like Abraham, bro, bruh, bruh, throw back all day, every day. Legit. You are a fucking throwback Saturday. A throwback Sunday. You are a fucking throwback Wednesday. You are a throwback every day. Even on fucking holidays. Legit. You are a fucking throwback Women's Day. If your name is fucking Abraham, bro. Yo, dude. Dude. You were conceived in the 1800s. And then you were born in 94. Facts. Facts, bruv, that's a long-ass pregnancy. That's a long-ass pregnancy, bruv. But your name is Abraham. It is what it is. Facts. If you are a dude named Abraham, and if you are a fucking girl, a woman named Daisy, (laughs) bruh, bruh. You were conceived in the 1600s. Legit. Facts. And most of your family was wiped by the fucking Black Plague. Legit. It is what it is. Deal with it. Deal with it, bro. Legit. Deal with it. You were born in the fucking 1600s. Deal with it. It is what it is. If your name is fucking Abraham, bro, that's, that's, that's insane. That's insane. So, yeah, bro, the fucking Democrats, they think that if, if they quote people like Abraham Lincoln or fucking John F. Kennedy or Bob Marley or Nelson Mandela, they think that they're going to be just as great as those people. Ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen because, look, bro, look, like, you know, our struggles are different now. You know, our struggles are fucking different. Those people really put their fucking lives on the line. Legit. They fought for something bigger, bruv. Something bigger. All facts. Bro, it's 2019. Our struggles are different. Different, bro. Different. Different. We got Netflix. Legit. We got Showmax. We got fucking Amazon Prime. Dude, we got Crunchyroll. Okay? Motherfuckers are in Africa. Watching fucking anime, bruv. Dragon Ball Z. Facts. Back in the days, bruv. Nothing was fucking sweet. Zero anime in South Africa. Zero anime. Legit. All motherfuckers had was fucking Sophia Town 
and the struggle. That's all they had. That's all they had, bro. Facts. You either picked up a fucking saxophone or you wore camouflage. Legit. Facts. You either picked up a fucking saxophone, a microphone, right? Or you picked up a fucking AK-47. Maratata. AK-41. Maratata. Who? Maratata. Legit. That's all motherfuckers had back in the day. These days, bro. Bruh. You'll see black dudes. Right? Black women. Out there chilling. Watching fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Right? One Punch Man. Naruto. It's crazy. But that's what dudes are doing. Because our struggles are fucking different. Legit. Legit. I'm a black dude in Africa. Right? And I got so much data that I'm out here watching fucking Patriot Act on Netflix. I'm out here watching fucking Billions and The Handmaid's Tale. Right? Because my struggle is different. It is what it is. Bro, Billions is a great show, bruv. But dude, they need to fucking tone it down with the fucking quotes and stories and idioms. Too many fucking sayings on this shit. Too many expressions. You know? Too many fucking quotable phrases. We get it. We get it. You know? We get it. They speak like Democrats. Facts. Bro, dude, dude. The Democrats need to learn from fucking Trump. Again, I don't fuck with Trump. I don't. Legit, bro. But, dude, like, yo, every single time I see this fucking guy, I'm like, oh, shit, that's why he won. That's why. You know why, bro? Like, Donald Trump gets straight to the fucking point. Okay? Granted, most of his points are racist. Right? Misguided. And horrible. But, bro... He goes fucking straight to the point. None of that fucking deep shit. No quotables. None of that. None of that. He doesn't drop quotes or willy-nilly. No. He talks in fucking plain, basic English. Facts. I mean, look, bruv. Look, look. Be smart. Be smart. Be smart. Do you. But bruv. You have to understand that. A majority of the world. Is not at that level. Of fucking intellect. Most people don't know big words. They don't. Most people. Are just trying to fucking survive. That's the truth. Legit. Most people are just trying to fucking get by. That's it. And Donald Trump speaks at the level of those people. He talks just like them. He acts just like them. Right? And when those everyday people see Donald Trump, even though he's a fucking billionaire, they relate. They fucking relate. They look at Donald Trump and go, you know what? He gets me. He understands me. He talks just like me. He acts just like me. He gets me. Is he a fucking billionaire? Yeah. Yeah. But this fucking guy, this fucking aristocrat, is just like me. That's what everyday people say when they are talking about fucking Donald Trump. That's how they view him. All facts. That's how they view him. Because he talks just like them. He behaves just like them. In a lot of ways, he is them. All facts, bro. 
All facts, bro. When Donald Trump talks, bro, like, dude, there are zero riddles. You ain't gotta find X when this fucking guy speaks. Legit. It's plain, basic, everyday English. All facts. Right? But it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. You know, Democrats are Democrats and Republicans are Republicans. Right? Both sides have their flaws. Right? Both sides have their fucking flaws. Legit. Republicans hate data. The Democrats love data. Right? Republicans don't use big words. Democrats use big words. Right? These fucking people are basically like black and white. Direct opposites of one another. It's crazy. But it is what it is, bro. Billions is a great show. It's a great show. But man, like, they gotta relax with the fucking idioms, you know? Too many expressions, too many stories. They gotta relax on that shit. Right? But overall, it's a great show. You know what I love, though, about Billions? Right? Besides the fact that Bobby Axelrod is the fucking man. I love the big power plays on the series. Right? Like, bro, dude, every single move they make, bro, like, it's just big, bold. Right? Some of them are fucking irrational. This series is all about power and utilizing it. Right? How the powerful use power. That's what this show is about. And I love seeing that. Right? I love seeing what happens behind the scenes. Like the fucking connections one needs to make things move. Right? That shit is dope, bruv. The power plays on this show are incredible. Facts. And speaking of power plays. Bro, dude, again. Again. Donald Trump pulled up, right? He pulled up this past week. He blocked Representative Tlaib and Representative Omar from entering Israel. And you know what, bruv? As crazy as this is going to sound, I agree with Donald Trump. And look, bruv, like, I disagree with, like, 99.9% of the things he says and does. But, bro... When it comes to this move, when it comes to this fucking power play, I agree with Donald Trump. I do. I'm sorry. Bro, Representative Omar and Representative Tlaib don't fuck with Israel. Then why do they want to go to Israel? Right? Bro, if you don't fuck with a country, don't go to the country. Plain and simple. Facts. Plain and fucking simple. You don't fuck with Benjamin Netanyahu, then don't go to Benjamin Netanyahu's turf. Stay home. It's that easy, bruv. It's that simple. Stay home. Like, bro, like, dude, I, I, I just don't get it. Like, we are living in a crazy time, bruv. Everybody wants to be a fucking victim. Oh, they're blocking us from seeing our families. Oh, oh, what are they hiding? Ayo, bro, they are not hiding anything. Stay home. You don't fuck with them. And it's only right that they don't fuck with you too. Facts. It's only right. It makes perfect sense. Omar and Tlaib only fuck with the fucking Palestinians. Right? And look, 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 look. Let me just fucking put this disclaimer out. Okay? I don't fuck with either side. Facts. I don't fuck with nobody. I'm just a fucking guy just looking at the world. Right? I'm just a fucking student. I'm studying life. I'm studying people. Right? I 
am not siding with the Israelis, nor am I siding with the fucking Palestinians. I am not siding with anybody. All facts. I don't have a fucking dog in this fight. I don't have a fucking horse in this race. Okay? All I know is the Israelis and the Palestinians, bro, they need to sort out their mess. That's all I know. This fucking Palestine and Israel situation has been happening for fucking decades. It's been going on for fucking decades. Legit. All facts. Oh, how about they go to state? How about they don't? How about they share this city, that city? Ayo, bro, look. Israel and Palestine. Sort out your mess. That's all I know. I don't fuck with the Palestinians, nor do I fuck with the fucking Israelis. I am just a dude, right? Breaking down his fucking views. That's it. That's it. But I digress. Dude, Omar and Tlaib don't fuck with Israel. Right? They don't. So, why do they want to go to Israel? Why? It's crazy, bro. Like, this whole story is fucking insane. And, dude, if you zoom into the fucking details of this trip, what you'll find is that there's a lot of weird things happening. Right? Like, bro, the one major thing about this trip is that, is that the people who planned this trip are from an organization called MIFTA. Right? And MIFTA runs a website that publishes anti-Semitic content. MIFTA salutes terrorists. So, look, bruv. Look. Look. Donald Trump and Benjamin Netanyahu did right and blocked this fucking trip. They did right. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Everybody is just fucking, you know, talking online, right? Like, just talking out of their ass. Motherfuckers don't read. Motherfuckers don't do the fucking education. Legit. How about before you side with Omar and Tlaib? Dude, how about study the fucking details first? Huh? How about that? How about study the details? I read this dope article on the New York Post, right? Written by this dude, Michael Goodwin. Bro, that dude broke this whole situation down beautifully. Beautifully. All facts. Beautifully, bro. Beautifully. Like, dude, look, look. This is simple Okay If you don't like somebody Don't link up with that person Facts If you don't like a place Hey Don't go to that place Plain and simple Life is simple bro Life is easy Motherfuckers just make it hard for themselves They really do The world is fucking crazy, man. Insane. The world is insane. You know? But dude, like, yo. Donald Trump hitting up Benjamin Netanyahu, bro. And saying, yo, block these fucking motherfuckers. Block them. Block them. Right? And Netanyahu actually blocking them. After Trump made that call. Well... After Trump tweeted, right? Because Donald Trump tweeted that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu needs to fucking block Omar and Tlaib. And he said, yo, if y'all allow these people to get into your fucking country, bro, you motherfuckers are weak. Motherfuckers are weak. Right? And, bro, you, you know how men are. 
Right? You know how dudes are. Right? If you make them feel insecure about their fucking manhood, bro, dude, they shut down everything. Everything. If you make a dude feel fucking horrible, right? If you question a dude about their fucking manhood, bruh, they shut down everything. Everything. Bro, motherfuckers have died at the hands of dudes who are out there trying to prove their fucking manhood. Like, I'm a fucking man. Right? Motherfuckers have killed just to prove that they are fucking men. So, bro, imagine how Benjamin Netanyahu felt when he saw Donald Trump's tweets. Bruh. He was probably sitting in his office like, wait, what? This is going to mean that if I allow Omar and Tlaib into my country, they're going to view me as half a man. My people, the world at large is going to view me as not man enough. No. No. Fuck it. Block them. And he shut the whole thing down. Bro, Benjamin Netanyahu shut this whole thing down because Donald Trump made him insecure about his fucking manhood. All facts. He was like, hey, yo, look, look. If you allow Omar and Tlaib into your country, to country, oh, to country, you're weak. Weak, weak, weak. And Benjamin was like, nah, bruv. I'm not going to allow that shit to happen. Fuck that. I'm old man. Hear me roar. Meow, 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 meow. Legit. That's what Benjamin Netanyahu did, bruv. It's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. So, bruv, this fucking power move that Donald Trump made is incredible. Incredible. Right? He was on the billions shit. Facts. He was out there moving like fucking Chuck Rhodes and Bobby Axelrod. Right? Big things are going making big moves. Big moves. Speaking of big moves, Jay-Z partnered with the NFL. Right? So he basically signed up to be a fucking events planner for the NFL. He was like, hey, yo, look, 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 look. I'm black. I'm an entertainer. I understand entertainment. I got y'all. I'll plan the fucking parties. Relax. Relax. Because look, bro, the NFL's too white. Too white. Right? NFL's so white. NFL's so fucking white. Legit. Legit. NFL's so white. And now they got hope to plan all the fucking parties. Right? To plan the fucking parties. Look, bruv. Look. Look. I think there's a bigger move at play here. Okay? Jay-Z is only signing up to be a fucking party planner for the NFL. Because look, bruv. Look. This is a way. Right? For him to own a team at some point. Legit. Legit. Right? First, you plan fucking parties. Right? And then you use that to own a fucking team. All facts. Smart. He's not a businessman. He's a business Man, all facts. He's using this to get in, to get into the fucking system. Right? Dumb fucks were out here criticizing Jay-Z on social media. Motherfuckers were on some. Oh, Jay-Z is using Colin Kaepernick's cause to benefit financially. 
nigga, so what? Huh? So what? Like, bro, like, I, I, I don't get my community at times. On the real. I'm like, bro, like, like, isn't this what we want? Huh? Like, don't we all want a black dude or woman, right? To get into the system and eventually own a piece of the system. So that he or she can change the system. Right? And change the system in our favor. I don't get it, bro. Like, what the fuck do we want? What do we want? I love being black. And I love my people. But, bro, sometimes I'm like, Jesus, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Jay-Z is fighting the good fight. Legit. You guys are criticizing the wrong person. The people y'all should be criticizing are the white dudes who run everything. And by that I mean, I mean, the NFL didn't really take Jay-Z seriously up until Jay-Z became a billionaire. Ain't that fucked up, bro? Huh? Ain't that fucked up? They didn't fuck with Jay-Z or any other black person. Right? Or any other major black person. Until Jay-Z became a billionaire. And now, like, we are going to see a lot of black people starting to fucking infiltrate the fucking system. Legit. Jay-Z is only the first. The first of many. All facts. So look, bruv, I don't get it. When motherfuckers are on social media criticizing Jay-Z for signing up to be a fucking events organizer for the NFL. Oh, he's a sellout. Sellout how? How? When Hove is trying to fucking change things. The fucked up part about this whole thing is the fact that these motherfuckers... Only gave Jay-Z a shot because Jay-Z is now a billionaire. Jay-Z is now one of them. All facts. All facts. And I believe that now that Jay-Z is in, bro, a lot of things are going to change. And look, bro, it's going to be slow. It's going to be painful. But look, broski, it will change. Stop criticizing the people who are helping the fucking community. Stop it. Is Jay-Z going to make money from this deal? Yeah. That's what business is about. Right? That's what business is about. Black people have been fighting for years. Just to own a piece of the fucking pie. Right? We've been fighting for ownership. And now that we are getting it, we are criticizing the ownership. Come on, bro. Come the fuck on. Motherfuckers out here preaching ownership. But the moment a person gets ownership, they're shitting on the ownership. They are shitting on the ownership, bro. Hey, hey, black people all around the world, get your shit together. All facts. Get your shit together, bro. And look, bro, I'm not saying follow blindly. No, no. Question everything. Question everything. But, bro, Don't shit on the people that are moving things for us. Don't. Don't. You can question the move, right? You can question how the deal came about. But overall, bro, over fucking all, be happy that one of us 
is now sitting in those fucking rooms. Right? Be happy. Because he's going to open the doors. He's going to fight for all of y'all. All of us. What the fuck are y'all doing? It's crazy, bruv. Like, yo, people, man. Like, yo. Yo, people are crazy, bruv. People are fucking crazy. Insane. But that's life, bro. That's fucking life. Jay-Z is on that fucking billions shit. Right? He's on that billions shit. He's making big moves. Power moves. Shifting the culture. Right? And that's good. That's fucking good. I, I repeat. The only fucked up thing about this whole thing. Is the fact that. These motherfuckers. Only took Jay Z seriously. Because he's now a billionaire. All facts. If Jay Z wasn't a billionaire. He wasn't going to be sitting in those rooms. He wasn't. Jesus, bruv. Yo, man, like, yo, yo, yo. Black people are so used to fighting all the time, you know? Like, bro, like, dude, our community is so used to fighting that we are now fighting our own. Insane. That needs to change, bruv. Let's do better. We need to do better. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, bruv. Everything is fucking political, man. Everything. It's all politics. It's all politics. Our fucking president, Cyril Ramaphosa, is out here fucking trending all over social media. Right? He signed some debt relief bill into law. And the fucking bankers are pissed. What are we we doing? Huh? What the fuck are we doing? Dude, dude, dude. These fucking bankers who are criticizing Cyril Ramaphosa for signing this bill into law. Yo, how about, how about y'all go eat a dick? How about that? How about that? Bro. This bill makes sense. These fucking bankers love it. When they have people on a tight leash. They love that shit. They love owning people. They're criticizing Cyril. Because of the fact that. He's out here fucking ripping away. Their cash cows. Right? They want people to owe them forever. Bankers want people. To be indebted to them forever. And now that Cyril is ripping away their fucking cash cows, they are pissed. Motherfuckers out here saying, oh, I'm so disappointed that this, this bill is now law. Eat a dick. Okay? Eat a fucking dick. The bill is called the National Credit Amendment Bill. Cyril signed it into law. All facts. I love it. I love it. The legislation will enable low-income workers, those earning an income of no more than 7500 to remove themselves from debt through a restructuring process. Bro, this is beautiful. Only the devil can hate this. And we all know who the fucking devil is. The fucking banks. The banks. Hence, they're so fucking mad at this bill. They are pissed. They hate the president for this, bruv. Legit. Because, bruv, dude, banks love keeping the blue-collar worker on a tight leash. Because, bruv, they know that a blue-collar worker will never be able to pay them back on time. Therefore, they can continue to hit him or her with fucking interests. Right? The everyday man, the blue collar worker, is a fucking cash cow to the banks. And they love milking it. Oh, they love milking it. So this bill kills all of that. It shuts all of that down. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Stop. Enough. 
Enough. You motherfuckers have done enough damage. Enough. Enough. Our people are still poor because of y'all. Enough. It's a good move. Salute to President Ramaphosa. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. I love this. Salute to him, bruv. Even though he's also fucking caught up in scandals. Right? Motherfuckers are out there releasing bank statements on Twitter. Where it is he received some money from some people. And that money was split up. Some people from other parties got a piece of it. Some people in the fucking EFF. Some people within the ANC got a piece of it. Figuilian Balula is somewhere floating on the fucking bank statements. Bro, it's just fucking crazy, bro. Like, dude, like, yo, how about, how about, how about we get a normal president? Huh? All we get is fucking lunatics. You're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. Like, bro, when are we ever gonna get ourselves a normal president? A dude who has no vices, right? No scandals. None of that. Just a good person, right? Who's gonna come in and be a fucking servant. When are we ever gonna get that? When? I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't. I don't, bro. Like, like, there's too many scandals in South Africa and the world at large. Too many fucking scandals. Life is fucking crazy, man. Life is fucking crazy. Legit. It's just scandal after scandal. Everything is political. Legit. It's all politics, bro. It's all fucking politics. All facts. Look at Hong Kong. That situation is a fucking mess, huh? That situation is a fucking disaster. The riots continued last week. Bro, the protesters shut down the Hong Kong International Airport. And boy, was it beautiful. It was beautiful. What a sight to see. It was incredible. Legit. Where it is, the airport had to cancel 200 flights. It was incredible. They had the whole airport jammed up. Jammed the fuck up. And where it is, the Hong Kong International Airport is one of the busiest airports in the world. It gets over 1,100 flights a day, bro. Across 200 destinations. Incredible. Incredible. And these people shut the whole thing down. And it was beautiful. And um, while that was happening, you know, while these brave Hong Kong people were shutting down the airport. And others were suffocating because of fucking tear gas. And others were being shot with fucking rubber bullets at point-blank range. And they were labeled as fucking terrorists. While all that was happening, some white privileged girl, South African girl at that, was out there complaining about the fucking riots. She was out there saying, I moved from South Africa to avoid all of this. Bro, dude, bro. What? There's a video of this. And I have it. I have it. Let me play for y'all. Get ready. This is insane. Bro, this is white privilege at its worst. Listen. Listen to this shit. From South Africa to move away from this. Like South Africa has this. Come on, mate. I don't want this. Come on, mate. It's not the Hong Kong that I've learned to love. Like everybody is so like everybody in Hong Kong is so lovable and welcoming for all foreigners. And then to experience this, it just it hurts me. It really hurts me. How do you feel about the police actions to the protesters? 
There's a good and a bad to both protesters, and there's a good and a bad to police. And I just wish both sides would just stop. Like, I understand what they're fighting for, and I appreciate what everybody's fighting for, but this is not what we're supposed to be like. We're supposed to be fighting together, not against each other. This is not the Hong Kong that I want to be in. Really, I don't. I would rather go back to South Africa. This is what I'm going to be living with for the next few years. It's unacceptable. The nerve of this hoe. The nerve of this slut. This piece of shit. Bruv, she's not a human to me. On the real. She's a fucking animal. Bruv, it's crazy how the world still has people like this in it. All facts. It's fucking crazy. Dude, the first time I saw this video, bro, I was shocked. I'm still shocked. I was lost for words, perplexed. Martha gape. I was in awe. And I kept on asking myself this one question. Like, bruv, how does it feel to be a person like that? You know? Like, bruv, how does it feel to be that? Because I can't relate. I care. I give a fuck. Bruv. Her lack of empathy is incredible. Amazing. That shit is fucking incredible. When I saw that, I was like, damn. That's why apartheid existed. Facts. It's because of people like her. White people that think like her. That apartheid got started. Facts. White people like her want to live in a fucking bubble. Right? They want to block out the real shit. They think that the world is all sunshine and rainbows. Well, they want the fucking illusion that the world is all sunshine and rainbows when it's not. Bro, she's out here talking about these Hong Kong riots like they are some kind of a fucking inconvenience to her lunch plans and her shopping plans. Bro. These people are fighting for their rights. Their human rights, bruv. They are fighting for their freedom. Democracy. And you are out there talking about these riots like they are a fucking waste of time. Bro, like, the world is crazy, man. All facts. This shit is a fucking simulation. This life shit is a fucking simulation. On the real. It is. And bruv, the fact that this girl is South African is fucking embarrassing. She is a fucking embarrassment. Because you would expect a South African... To understand what's happening in Hong Kong. Regardless of race. Right? Because our country is built on that. Meaning, it's built on a community fighting for its rights. Right? Fighting for democracy. And that's what those people are doing. You'd expect a South African of any fucking race to understand that and empathize with that. But she's not built like that. And that shit is crazy. That shit is wild. All facts. But you know what, bro? You know, look. On the rail... I really don't expect her to get it. You know? She's white. 
She can go anywhere in the world and she's good. She has never had to fight for anything in her life. Anything. She's white. All facts. She's got white privilege. On the real. So, I don't blame her for not getting it. You know? She's just a fucking dumb fuck. Who just wants to go shopping. And enjoy lunch. With her girlfriends. You know? She doesn't get it. She's white. She's white. And most white people... Don't get it. They've never had to fight for anything in their lives. I'm black, so I get it. I get it. She's not black, nor is she Asian. She's just a white, rich girl from South Africa. She's out there talking like she was once caught up in a riot. When she's never even been in a fucking riot. When she's never even seen a fucking riot. You know? She lived in the fucking burbs. In gated communities. In South Africa. Right? She's a rich white girl. And I know that most of you are out there going. Oh, how do you know that she's rich? It's easy. Easy. She migrated. Okay? And she had no reason to. Only rich people do that. Only rich people leave their home. Right? And they don't need to leave their home. But they leave their home to go start a new life in another country. Right? They migrate for no reason. No reason at all. They migrate for fun, I guess. Right? That's a reason. Right? But beyond that... They are not migrating because there's a war in South Africa. You know? No. They are migrating because they are tired of seeing our black asses everywhere. Right? Like, oh my God, too many, too many black people. And now she's in Hong Kong. Too many Asian people. Right? My advice to her is go to Australia. Go to Australia. They got you over there. Go to Australia. Welcome to North Queensland, Australia. Fancy a swim in a tropical paradise? You can't do that here because there's crocodiles. Oh, but don't worry. They've made a sign. You'd think there'd be signs everywhere in this tourist hotspot, right? Nah, there's just the one. And some beaches don't even have any because they mainly just use word of mouth around here. Oh, apparently there's massive prehistoric beasts out there, so just take care. <laughs> She'll be right. No, but your safety is important, so tourists are advised to remain at least 10 metres from the water's edge because no crocodile is going to walk 11 metres for a meal, right? As a bonus, they've also got stingers. Doesn't sound too bad though, right? Well actually, stingers is just Australian for the most deadly marine animal known to mankind. But, you know, stingers is a good name too. I mean, it's like calling crocodiles nibblers. Oh, but they've already got a nickname for them. They've taken the term saltwater crocodiles, dispensed with the more integral part of the term, you know, crocodiles, to leave a vague colloquialism that could be used to describe literally any marine animal. So if you're paddling in the shallows and a local notifies you that there's some salties round, don't just assume he's talking about dolphins or some form of innocuous mollusk, because actually he's referring to giant flesh-eating reptiles. But don't let just this dissuade you. They've got other stuff too. Like the oldest tropical rainforest in the world. Oh, just be careful of deadly snakes and spiders. Oh, and this bird that may as well be a velociraptor.
around Australia. The best part is, you'll only need to pay a one-way fare because chances are, you won't return. Well, the Australian Tourist Commission has asked us to come up with a song that we could perform overseas, a song to help bring the tourists back to Australia. That's right, so we focused on the wonderful wildlife and the fabulous fauna that Australia has to offer. Red back funnel web, blue ring, octopus, taipan, tiger snake, and a box jellyfish, stonefish, and the poison thing that lives in a shell, the spicy when you pick it up. Come to Australia. You might accidentally get killed <laughs> Your life's constantly under threat Have you been bitten yet? You've only got three minutes left Before a massive coronary breakdown Red-backed funnel with blue ringed octopus Taipan, tiger snake, adderbox, jellyfish, big shark Just waiting for you to go swimming at Bondi Beach Come on! Come to Australia you might accidentally get killed Your blood is bound to be spilled With fear your pants will be filled Because you might accidentally get killed